Yes, it's Friday, April 1st, 2022. Coming up on the program today, guess who's starting a pedophile convoy? Plus, a congressional candidate live streams a vulgar and offensive meltdown. An insane man screams at sheep and pisses on a child. And DV goes crypto, baby. All coming up today. When you can sit and eat a whole plate of chicken nuggets without vomiting Or laugh till you cry when little babies die And think all old people should be euthanized But how does it feel to be in love with Timmy Blue? Yeah, how does it feel to have a distorted view? It feels fucking fantastic, man Like only your pro Instead of being scarred, you laugh at crazy ethnic people too. You know you really shouldn't, but yeah, do do do. How does it feel to be in love with Sydney Blue? How does it feel to have a distorted view? It feels fucking fantastic, man. Like only you prolapse ass can drown. With Tim Hansen. Christian now fears his flatulence. Please, no confessions involving children. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniffing. From the very beginning, Distorted View Daily has been at the forefront of emerging technologies. Web 1.0. In the 1990s, DistortedView.com was one of the first internet destinations to completely embrace the exciting multimedia capabilities of MIDI, finally bringing boring websites to life with vibrant music. Reading Distorted View Daily's content was a sensory overloading experience. Each page greeted you with new and exciting auditory art. From the homepage's exhilarating tribute to 80s sitcom Who's the Boss, To the guestbook pages, rockin' sounds of John Bon Jovi. Hey, check out this entry. Visitor Babylon 5 Boob Lover says, bitchin' music. It sure is, Babylon 5 Boob Lover. It sure is. Web 2.0. 
The new millennium saw a drastic shift in how we communicate online. Social media became a dominant force, and Distorted View was right there, blazing the path forward. All right, love to hear from you guys. Many ways to contact the program. I'm all over social media, at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Don't forget to check out my Yelp reviews of local businesses. Also, MySpace.com slash DisView, DisView on Vimeo. And, of course, as I've been talking about, I'm now on BitChute. You can find me under the name Galileo2333. Over there on Truth Social, you can find Distorted View at Libtard Skullfucker. Give me a wolf on Bareback Finder. That's Bear, B-E-A-R. And my collection of angel artwork found around the internet is up on my board over there at Pinterest. My username is Halo Hunter. Let's do a couple voicemails now. Web 3.0. The future is peer-to-peer, crypto, and NFT. Just like we were there for website MIDI files and offering up our hairy asshole on gay social dating apps, Distorted View is here for the blockchain revolution. You can now own a piece of Distorted View daily. Introducing DV's first NFT collection. Here's me to tell you more. Thanks, Tim. While some of what you just heard is not true, I am not Halo Hunter on Pinterest. We are, however, really launching an NFT collection, and I'm very excited about it. An artist has created some DV-inspired artwork. I'm minting some NFTs based on my first comic book that I drew when I was, like, 11 called Laser Man. You can officially own a panel that is poorly drawn and filled with spelling errors. Proving once and for all, 11-year-old Tim had no artistic ability and was borderline retarded. Not much has changed. I also found a bunch of pictures from when I was like 21, uh, taken at a laundromat, and I'm looking very gay. I'm going to throw those up there, too. I think the one of me sitting on a couple washing machines with my legs spread open is really going to net. A pretty penny. You better act quick. That one's going to go fast. Look, the truth of the matter is, uh, as always, I'm hurting for cash. You may have heard that uh, my dog was uh, recently shitting out raspberry jam. That turned out to be gelatinous blood. So uh, that's been affecting my bottom line. And let's be honest, podcasting is not a lucrative business. So please... uh, consider owning a distorted view nft they're only gonna go up in value when you think about how close i am to death you know with my heart issues you'll be really sitting on a gold mine and these are collector's items i gotta say thanks to the freaks in the discord they're the ones that kind of gave me this idea and a few of them are, are helping me set up these nfts so throughout the day Hopefully, I'll have updates for you on uh, when and where they're going to be available. If you check out the show notes, you can see a few of the upcoming NFTs. Now, guys, don't save the images to your computer. Don't screenshot them. That's not legal. You're not allowed to do that because you don't own it. You only own it if you buy the NFT. Come on. Don't do me dirty. Uh, Later on today, as promised, we're going to be doing a live stream uh, at 10 p.m. tonight called Nocturnal Transmission, and I'll show off a few more of the NFTs. Hopefully, everything will be live at that point. I'm very excited to usher in this uh, new era of DV, specifically uh, a new era of me monetizing Distorted View. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be a huge success. Now, I know the first question is, how much are you going to charge for some of these uh, NFTs? I'm thinking anywhere from... 
$10? I think that's the cheapest one. And that's very inexpensive. Come on. I think the uh, the most expensive NFT is is 100,000 and I know look, I understand most of you are m- most of you are not going to be able to afford $100,000, but if you want to see what Lord Douche looks like and I think you do, fork over that 100 grand and you will get a Lord Douche NFT. It's a real uh photo of him. You can finally see uh who is putting up with my bullshit. Now that's a non-fungible token right there. Also, like, I don't mean to be an asshole here, but, uh, you know, Love Lady Cat Lady passed away. Oh, what was it? A, a few months ago, a year ago. I don't know how long it's been. Anyway, she doesn't need her artwork anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and mint those up, too. I'm going to sell Love Lady Cat Lady's artwork as NFTs. She would want it that way. I mean, it's not like she put all of her artwork in a will. Like, it's like she willed it to me. But, you know, most of her artwork was Distorted View related anyway. I'm pretty much like half the owner. And since she's not around to claim the other half, it's mine. It's all mine. And I'm going to sell them. So I think it's been long enough. We've been mourning. We can now profit off of her death. I think it's only fair. She would, again, she would want it that way. So look forward to uh, more NFT updates throughout the day. And of course, on our live stream tonight, 10 p.m., Nocturnal Transmission. Very excited. Looking forward to this. Open your fucking crypto wallets and give me money. Thank you. All right. With uh, that little advertisement out of the way. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Distorted View Daily. My name is Tim Henson. Got a great program for you today. A bunch of wonderful audio. I've got a Norman Wicks update. There's a name we haven't heard in a while. feel like I have to uh, refresh your memory here because it's been so long. This is Norman Wicks. He's an old dude and uh, he's at the California DMV in this video and he's pissed off because he does not get to go to the front of the line because he's in a wheelchair or something. These guys work for the state and they don't even know what the law is. Hey, don't, don't, don't hey, get pushy. Don't get pushy, bud. I don't care if he's with you, it's your mother or not. I'm not talking to your mother, I'm talking to him. Sir, how can I help you? I'm disabled, I'm in a wheelchair. I have a right to go to the head of the line. No, you do not. Yes, I do. That's the law. It is the law. You do not get Yes, I do. Yes, I do. The, the, uh, the, uh, security guard, every time we come in, says that. Hey, why don't you let everybody You know else? what? We're not talking to you. Yeah, but we're not talking why to you. Why don't you mind your own business? Because we're not talking not to you. We're not one of these people that work here, so get out of my face. Obviously, the whole thing with the ADA, American Disabilities Act, is uh, it's all about giving people with disabilities um, equal rights and access. So if the entrance to a building is up a bunch of stairs, you also have to offer a ramp. So, you know, people in wheelchairs can zoom up there and get into the building. Equal access. You don't get special line cutting perks because you're a crip. Is to come in here and go to the head of the line. To the head of the line. You call a manager out here. You're not the manager. You're not the manager. It says disabled right here. Persons with disabilities or appointments only. Right here. And we have preference over appointments. No, you do not. Even if I don't have an appointment. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Are you the manager? Even when I'm in the grocery. He's like the original Karen because this video was posted years and years ago. I think we featured him on Morning Sickness back in 2012. 
Sure. Is there somebody the above you? Store. No, there's not. And what are you going to do? Are you going to assist us or just badger us? As soon as the rest of the people are held, yeah. you're going to be placed in line where you need to be. <laughs> At the end of this line right here, that line. Come on, lady. Well, that should give you a good idea of uh, what Norman Wicks was all about. He also lived with, I think, his nephew, maybe his son, uh, in a car, and he would get into a lot of fights with cops because they would park their van wherever the hell they were living, right, on the side of the road, in places where they shouldn't be. But, you know, because he's disabled, he thinks he has the right to just park anywhere. I've got my handicap placard. I could park in the middle of an interstate if I wanted to. I can't believe this, but Norman Wicks is still around. It's at least 10 years later. He's still kicking, and uh, his demeanor hasn't changed at all either. Okay, this video here is about how the Adult Protective Services Department of the Multnomah County Aging and Disability Services uh, forced me, I'm 78, they forced me into an adult care home. They locked me up. They threw his ass in a near-dead prison. Somehow, though, he's in a car. I, I think he broke free. Like, he escaped. Uh, and they paid the guy $8,650 a month while he pretended to care for me. Uh. And the fact of the matter is he didn't do not one damn thing for me except occasionally cook. And I was the cook. I did most of the damn cooking because he was worthless as a cook. An old person who's not happy with their nurse? I've never heard of such a thing. There was watered-down Kool-Aid. The guy was a cheapskate. He uh, only gave them um, frozen shit to eat. Uh, frozen this, frozen that, frozen every damn thing. He didn't even have any knowledge of how to work the damn uh, microwave. And he gave that shit to me for about a week. And I got violently ill with diarrhea. Nice. I had to go to the emergency room. After that... I jumped out the window. Now I'm on the lam. I started buying my own food. And I supervised it being cooked because this guy, he's from Nigeria. Could you imagine having Norman Wicks as your patient? And when I tried to leave the damn place in my wheelchair, he pulled my wheelchair out from underneath me and told me I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, you can't. If you're like, um, if you're in a nursing home, they don't let you leave like that. And I told him he was full of shit. This is America, and I'm not a prisoner here. <laughs> he put alarms on all the doors so that if you try to open the door up, it would be alarmed. I know I've been saying this since uh, I, I started Distorted View in my 20s, but oh my God, does getting old sound awful or what? He didn't do a damn thing for me, but yet in his reports to Protective Services, he puts down that he changes my diaper, he feeds me, he does all this shit for me, and it's just a bullshit lie. What's sad is you don't know what's true. When Norman Wicks is talking, you know, he, he makes it seem like everyone is against him. It's Norman Wicks versus the world. Now, this nurse or person looking after him may have been awful. Maybe he didn't change Norman's diapers. But I think Norman exaggerates about a lot of stuff. So when the guy abused me and I called the cops on him, when he wouldn't let me out, I called the cops on him. He pulled the wheelchair out from him underneath me four times before I called the cops on him. I called the cops on him and the cops came and they told him that, no, he had to leave, let me leave if I wanted to. Oh. And if I wanted to come back, 
I came back. If I didn't, I didn't. Okay? So he was afraid to lose me as a client, so he disabled my motorized wheelchair. <laughs> That's right. You can't leave the building if you can't wheel yourself out. Well, this video is like 20 minutes long, and it's just Norman airing his grievances. I was just, uh, I was kind of pleased to see that Norman Wicks is still alive and still as feisty as ever. Make sure to subscribe to his new channel here. Uh, let's move on. Probably the greatest find in the last year or two has been of Galileo 2333 over there on BitChute. Yeah, I've got an update for you. He's planning something big. Now, you know how there's been all these massive protests like Occupy Wall Street and the January 6th insurrection and the uh, the trucker convoy in Washington, D.C.? Well, Galileo 2333 is cooking up his own protest called Occupy the Little Girl's Room. <laughs> I shit you not. Get ready for a massive protest taking place in little girls' restrooms across the United States. Hello, everyone. This is Galileo2333. Oh, you know this is serious when he, uh, he starts his video with hello instead of hi. This is a little more formal. In honor of Brian Mintmeyer, that's the guy that was um, that was arrested in Pennsylvania for entering an elementary school and going into a girl's bathroom and um, videotaping a 10-year-old girl using the toilet. A personal hero of Galileo 2333's, obviously. Kind of like how, you know, the incels had Elliot Rogers as their personal saint. Galileo has this pervert to look up to. Um, he was arrested, um, and in honor of, of that guy, um, let's have a Occupy protest. Um, this is going to take thousands of people, um, and it's going to take um, a great deal of cooperation from school authorities uh, to get Well, on. you have the full backing and support of Distorted View Daily. I will help you organize this. Side. Uh, yeah, this is going to be Occupy the Little Girl's Room. Um, this should be a huge protest of thousands of um, pedophile supporters and people that want to see adult with child sexual interaction legalized um, and want to raise awareness that of the fact that um, little young girls um, become sexually attractive at much younger ages than present day legal age of consent. I don't know if Galileo has come up with a date that he wants to go with, but. I urge you all, if you have a child, maybe stay home that day. Don't go anywhere in public, at least anywhere where there's restrooms. So, yeah, this this movement, Occupy the Little Girls Room, um, it's going to consist of basically just um, organizing huge groups of people that surround um, like elementary schools, like throughout the country, oh, actually all levels of schools. Great know, idea. Actually, one of the one of my biggest um, you know, things is one of my biggest um, things is that guys are going to have to actually invade the women's spaces. So this should also encompass other, you know, kind of occupy movements of, um, of men, men camping out in women's bathrooms and like get, <laughs> get groups of men to go into women's restrooms and refuse to leave until like, you know, some guy who's been arrested for um, for uh, sexual misconduct a woman is released from prison i say the guys are you'll be in the restroom for a very very long time i fear leave any of the women's bathrooms and we're gonna sit there and we're gonna watch women go to the bathroom until say you know some guy has been released from prison you know uh, who is um, convicted of, of a sexual assault or sexually taking advantage of a woman or girl it's really a win-win for them if you think about it right if if they uh, wait around in the women's restroom and they protest and some pedophile is released from prison Right. That that means their protest was a success. That's a win. Obviously, there's a higher likelihood that uh, no sex offenders will be released from prison because of this protest. And instead, you're just going to have a bunch of pedos 
hanging in a women's restroom watching women pee, which, you know, also a good time. Galileo has really structured this as a no-lose situation. Yeah, I guess, um... Yeah, let's, let, this is a, like an Occupy movement. This is this is like like I've often said a lot. You know, you know this tactic of you know getting a large group of people for the most part nonviolent um, and going <laughs> for the most part <laughs> places. Um, and you know. there's always at least a few violent sex offenders. It keeps things spicy. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, more updates regarding the Occupy the Little Girls Room movement. Look at Galileo getting all political. Moving on now. I've got a bit of a PSA from Joey the Puss Magnet, me standards highest over there on YouTube. Uh, one of our other favorite new finds. Uh, here he is talking about uh, men who need to clean their ass up. All you people who go to a public place and use a public bathroom and leave it dirty. Y'all motherfuckers should be ashamed of yourselves. Y'all should be forced to go back in. And fix it, wash it up, flush it, whatever. You ain't, you shouldn't be just allowed to walk out without people, uh, security interfering. They should put security people in your bathrooms and make sure they don't come out dirty as shit. Yeah, that's what we need. Restroom monitors. People checking you out as you piss and shit. What is it with people advocating for random dudes just loitering around the restroom? I don't like this trend. You got Joey here worried about people leaving turds in the toilet, not wiping their asses. And then Galileo2333 wants to leer at little girls pissing. This is why I don't like to use public restrooms. centered ungrateful, big fat men who take a shit and don't flush. <laughs> then don't bother to wash your hands. When like, you know Joey was recently in a public restroom and there was a big fat log just <laughs> floating around there. He was grossed out. Don't bother to wash your hands. Whenever I leave the bathroom, I clean up hard as hell. I flush twice with, with a lot of toilet paper and I wash my hands. Y'all people at the fucking public bathrooms need to grow up. You, you gotta be clean like me. No woman's gonna want a dirty dick or ass. I'm just saying. Point taken, but I don't know a lot of guys who's just like rubbing their dick in their shit. Ass. I'm just saying. I guess maybe like if you've got a big dick and, and you're like tucking it around <laughs> and, it, and it's like touching your ass crack and your ass crack is dirty, you might get some shit on your dick. You want a woman to pull down your pants and be like, ew! He didn't oh. shave his dick hairs. He didn't manscape. Women, oh. women love that more than they like a bunch of hairy pricks, you know? Right. Subscribe. That's neither here nor there. That has nothing to do with making sure you, you wipe your ass and you flush the toilet. But yeah, ending with a little male grooming tip from Joey. Final clip I want to share with you today before we get into the news uh, is a video of Florida congressional candidate Jacob Kerno. Looks like we have Kerno here on live stream. Looks like he was um, uh, live streaming on Twitch or something, playing video games, maybe. I don't know. He's a young guy. In this clip, though, he's um, upset because he got fired and uh, he apparently is talking to his previous employer and making threats to him. While in armor, it looks like. <laughs> I don't know. What is he wearing? Someone in the comments says he's wearing what he calls full body armor. You never be too safe playing Elden Ring. Hey, asshole, why are you calling me and texting me on my phone, you fucking faggot? Fuck you. Hey, fuck you, faggot. Talk shit to my face, bro. 
Hey, fuck you. Hey, bitch. Talk shit to my fucking face, bitch. I love that this was on his own live stream. I also love that um, in the background, you see some crosses. He's a very religious man. Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Talk shit to my fucking face, you fucking cunt. Talk shit to my fucking face, you little bitch. Talk shit to my fucking face. Talk shit to my face, dude. Hey, you. Literally talk shit to my fucking face. I have nothing to do with you. I got fired. Fuck you. I think he's talking to his boss in this clip. Now, the, the title's kind of strange. Florida, of course, Florida. Florida congressional candidate Jacob Kernow making violent threats to former boss and mother <laughs> who he lives with after be- Oh, is the mom going to show up on the live stream here? This is going to be so great. After being fired for leaving a job mid-shift over a $1 pay dispute. Let's continue on with the stream here. And someone else now. Yeah, smile on my social media forums. Smile on, smile on my social media forums. Oh, is that what the military does? You little faggot-ass fucking Negroes? Fuck you, bro. Did he call him a faggot-ass Negro? Faggot-ass fucking Negroes? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> I know what you're all wondering. How did Jacob do in the election? Well, uh, I should let you know he was a write-in candidate. Democrat Charlie Crist ended up winning with with, uh, 53% of the votes. That's uh, 215,000 votes. Uh, Anna Luna, the Republican challenger, got 47% of the votes, uh, 190,000. And then there's Jacob, the write-in Republican candidate, with uh, seven. Couldn't even crack double digits there. Someone in the comments said he's he's running again in 2022. Bitch faggot, that's what you are. You're a bitch faggot. Well, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I don't think he's your bro. I'm going to fast forward because I want to get to the part where he's, he's talking about losing his job. Why are you actually contacting me? You're not even a fucking manager. You're a low-level retard fucking manager. I got shafted by a dollar an hour at that location that I was actually working at. And I left because they were actually shafting me and fucking me on money. Things continue to escalate. You freak. You're a fucking freak. Hey, hey, man. Talk shit to my fucking face. Talk shit to my fucking face. Talk shit to my fucking face, you little bitch. Oh, fuck you. Oh, oh, now the mom's coming in because, you know, he's making a lot of noise. Fuck you. Talk shit to my fucking face, bitch. This motherfucker from my fucking job is talking shit. He's congressional material threatening to decapitate, calling someone a Negro, a retard. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mom tries to calm him down. This fucking guy is contacting me and telling me that I deserve to be fucked. Fuck you. Dude, this guy's like this fall, literally. It's very hard to hear the mom because she's quiet, but uh, she's saying stuff like, who cares? Okay, just let it, it's all right. Who cares what he says? He's like shorter than you. I will beat this fucking dude's ass. I will beat this fucking dude's ass. Go in your room and scream, not out here. I will beat this fucking dude's ass. I'm telling you. Stop screaming. She tells him to go to his room. He's out in the living room live streaming. Because that's where the family computer is, I guess. It's so fucking lame. All right. Well, anyway, that's uh, Jacob Kernow. Who knows if he's going to win in the upcoming election? I'm hoping he gets more than seven votes, though. 
be a bit of an improvement from last time. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. And when you do, you'll gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week we do... Brand new exclusive shows, uh, typically two times a week. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. Um, uh, Tuesday, earlier in the week, we did one as well. Actually, yesterday's Sideshow exclusive program was a little bit shorter than normal. It was only about 25 minutes. So I'm going to be back this weekend doing another exclusive show. So it's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. And don't forget, if you uh, listen to DV on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can now sign up right in those apps. So just a couple of taps and uh, you're in listening to brand new exclusive shows over there. Very cool. Again, superfreaksideshow.com for more information. And don't forget, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there and every little bit helps. All right. Three very quick stories now for stuff. You guys all know about the Razzie Awards, right? Uh, these awards are given out to particularly bad movies, like the worst movie of the year, the worst actor and actresses of the year. And recently, Bruce Willis was honored. He was honored just a, a few days before he announced he was retiring from acting because he's got the, uh, I guess it's a cognitive problem, right? Uh, the disease aphasia. This is something we've talked about uh, and made fun of, I guess, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Not made fun of, but we've played audio of people and we laughed at people. I guess we made fun. No, uh, we played uh, clips of people who have suffered from uh, various types of uh, aphasia. Aphasia is where you can't communicate right. Some say I have a form of aphasia. I don't talk good. According to Wikipedia, aphasia is an inability to comprehend or formulate language because of damage to specific brain regions. So sometimes, uh, you know, you'll ask someone with aphasia a question and in their mind, they think they're answering it. But what comes out is pure fucking gibberish. I don't know if that's the form of aphasia that Bruce Willis suffers from, but it's becoming so debilitating that uh, Bruce Willis can no longer act in films, which is crazy because if you look at his uh, IMDb or his Wikipedia page, you'll see in 2020 and in 2021, he fucking appeared in a shit ton of movies. He still has a bunch coming out that have already been filmed, right? So in 20, uh, 2021, he appeared in Cosmic Sin, Out of Death, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Survive the Game, Apex, Deadlock, Fortress... That's a lot of movies. This year, he's appearing in even more. American Siege, Gasoline Alley, A Day to Die, Fortress, Sniper's Eye, Vendetta, The Wrong Place, Die Like Lovers, Corrective Measures. And then there's a few that don't even have release dates yet. So they may come out this year or next year. The thing that all of these movies probably have in common for you is that you've never heard of them. Uh, that's because they're all direct to video, which I think is a red flag. I don't know. Like, I think if I like, I don't think about Bruce Willis very often. I don't go to his Wikipedia page very often. But had I stumbled across this right and I and I looked and saw the the amount of movies he was in this year and last year and all of them being direct to video, I would think that something is up. I would think it was like financial problems, like he's close to bankruptcy and he's just accepting any role to make money. And there might be some 
truth to that. Like he, you know, he realized that he is not going to be able to appear in movies anymore soon. So he wanted to just do as many as possible, get some quick cash, build a little bit of a nest egg. I mean, I don't know how much these movies are paying. Many of these direct-to-video movies don't even have Wikipedia pages, so I couldn't even tell you what these fucking things are about. So the Razzies honored Bruce Willis with an award. Actually, they nominated Willis for eight of his performances this year in a category named for him. Worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. The group ultimately decided his role in Cosmic Sin was the so-called winner. Obviously, they did not know about Bruce Willis's condition because he just went public with it a few days ago. After much thought and consideration, the Razzies have made... Did it really require a lot of thought? <laughs> really? You look like a fucking dick for naming an award after this poor guy. Can't even remember his name. All right. Uh, after much thought and consideration, the Razzies have made the decision to rescind the Razzie Award given to Bruce Willis due to his recently diagnosed diagnosis. A statement from the Razzies said, If someone's medical condition is a factor in their decision-making and or performance, we acknowledge that it is not appropriate to give them a Razzie. On Wednesday, the Willis's family, including his former wife, Demi, said in a joint statement that the actor would be taking a break from acting due to his medical condition. The Razzies also announced on Thursday that it was rescinding a decades-old nomination for Shelley Duvall, who's cuckoo crazy bananas, uh, but uh, whose performance in The Shining earned her a nomination at the time. The Razzies founders said in an interview that they regretted the nomination. Why? I mean, she wasn't crazy back then. It was just a bad performance. Sometimes a bad actor is just a bad actor. Uh, as we recently mentioned in a Vulture interview, extenuating circumstances also apply to Shelley Duvall in The Shining. We've since discovered that Duvall's performance was impacted by Stanley Kubrick's treatment of her throughout the production. Oh, because he was mean to her or something? Okay. Thursday's statement added, we would like to take this opportunity to rescind that nomination as well. So look at the Razzies being all sensitive. Even though the whole purpose of the Razzies is mean-spirited, I guess this was a step too far, a little too mean. All right, a second story we have for you to do. A man found himself in court this week after staggering topless. And also, hey, if you're a guy, if you're a guy without a shirt, you're just, you know, working out or it's hot outside or something. All right, anyway, so this guy was shirtless. Um, and then he walked across a busy dual carriageway. I guess that means street over there in the UK. And then uh, he began shouting at a field of sheep. Okay, it's getting a little weirder. And then he opened a stranger's car door and pissed on a nine-year-old boy. There it is. That's what makes it distorted view worthy. Thomas Degnan of Cranhall, Glasgow, caused chaos at a filling station before weaving across the A9 trunk road near the uh, Glen Eagles Hotel. You all know the place. He forced a number of motorists to swerve out of the way to avoid striking him before he ended up in the field screaming and yelling at an innocent flock of sheep. During the bizarre rampage, he pulled open the rear door of a car and urinated on a nine-year-old boy who was just, you know, sitting in the back. Perth Sheriff Court was told that uh, Degnan had urinated on a car and had been heard shouting and swearing by shocked witnesses to the incident. 
Dagnan admitted acting in a threatening or abusive manner at the uh, Loaning Head Filling Station on the A9 near the Glen Eagle Slip Road. Some, these are very strange words. He admitted to urinating on the car and then opening the door and also pissing into it and onto the boy before staggering onto the A9 while he was not wearing a top. The charge states that Dagnan forced vehicles to take evasive action to avoid hitting him and that whilst he was topless, he did shout at sheep. He admitted breach of the peace in court. Degnan admitted a second charge of assaulting the boy by urinating on him and a third charge of urinating in circumstances likely to cause annoyance to others. Sheriff Francis Gill deferred sentence until next month. That's when uh, this dude will find out his fate, I guess. And finally today, freaks, police discovered something interesting at the home of an anti-abortion activist. They found five fetuses. I don't think she should be calling herself an anti-abortion activist anymore, quite frankly. She's got a collection. If she had just one fetus, I would understand. Maybe, you know, it represents her work, what she's trying to save. But any any more than two or three, you got yourself a collection. You're a hobbyist. Yes, police discovered five fetuses at the home of an anti-abortion activist in Capitol Hill on Wednesday. Officers responded shortly after noon to a home on the 400 block of 6th Street Southeast to investigate a tip about potential biohazard material in the residence. Once inside, they located the fetuses. The remains were collected by the D.C. office of the chief medical examiner. The home was occupied by Lauren Handy an anti-abortion activist who was indicted along with nine others on Wednesday by a federal grand jury. Handy is accused of felony conspiracy against rights for a blockade inside a D.C. abortion clinic back in October of 2020. Handy declined to speak on camera, but she said uh, she expected the raid to happen sooner or later. Well, then hide the fetuses. Get rid of them. Forensic service detectives took evidence out in red biohazard bags and also coolers from the basement. Handy was asked about the coolers, but she declined to say what was in them. She would only hint that, quote, people would freak out when they heard. D.C. Police Executive Assistant Chief of Police Asan M. Benedict told reporters Thursday, the, uh, the fetuses appeared to have been aborted in accordance with D.C. law. So there's no reason why this woman should have them. They were legal abortions. How did this lady get her mitts on them? There doesn't appear to be anything criminal about that, except for how they got into the house, Benedict said. Benedict also said the investigation that led officers to Handy's home was separate from the federal investigation that resulted in her indictment. He declined to comment on whether the department was working with agencies in other states, saying it was only day one of the case. According to the federal indictment, Handy and eight others plotted to get inside a D.C. clinic that provided abortions on October 22, 2020, aiming to keep patients from being treated inside. The nine defendants used force to get inside, and they carried tools with them to barricade themselves, including ropes and chains. Randall Terry is a media contact for Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising, the group this lady was with. Terry referred to the clinic where Handy was arrested on October 22nd as an abortion mill. And uh, he said that the fetuses found in Handy's home were also obtained from the same clinic. 
guys, I don't know how you feel about this story. The one thing I do know is anti-abortion is what we need. There goes another murder. Anti-abortion is what we need in this life. Powerful, powerful words from your cardboard heart. All right, there you go. Oh, no, we're not done yet. so much murder. All right. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest. Halo Hunter. Uh, let's do a couple of real quick voicemails. We've got a few uh, patrons checking in today, I think. Hey, Timmy Boo. This is a super freak edgelord trash here. Hey, edgelord. Now, Abby called in on 326, and Tim, you you said she was a fat bitch. Now, I... <laughs> Did I? Why would I call a listener a fat bitch? Gotta set the record straight here as her old roommate. Tim, she is not fat. I don't know Everything why I would say something huge. so mean to a listener. True. Love you, boo. Bye. Wow. Well, I'm so sorry, Abby, for calling you a fat bitch. That, that couldn't have been. In, uh, that had to have been in jest, right? Hey, it's Bonji. Um, you know, I just wanted to uh, officially diagnose everyone in the DV server on uh, the Discord um, yeah. with autism. Oh. That's all. Why? Do tell. <laughs> what are they being autistic about today? Timmy Boo. I just wanted to tell you that I love your show and the Discord is fun. Yeah, fun full of autistic people. And, you know, without you freaks, I don't know what I would be doing right now. It's kind of crazy. You know what? I feel the same way. Without you freaks, I don't know what the hell I would be doing. I'd be at some dead-end fucking lame-ass job. I mean, I have no skills, really, so it would be like uh, I'd be making minimum wage I would be doing right now. It's kind of crazy. Blow my brains out, I'm sure. Crazy when you think about it. You know, a bunch of weirdos gathered together watching strange porn movies. Stop doing that! I I know you're doing that on purpose. Low battery smoke alarm. You know, just getting to know each other. How dare you? (laughs) This is the new wing is on an episode of South Park. You people calling in with your low battery smoke alarm sound effects. All right, thank you very much. One more voicemail here. Hey, no, you're a freak moment. I was just in the produce section, and I saw, for the very first time in person, a black tranny. And the first thing that popped into my mind was a certain little uh, holiday tune uh, that I proceeded oh, to whistle all the way up to the checkout tranny, lane. Oh, black tranny. You know, it might be a couple months past Christmas now, but it's starting to snow outside, and it's feels like everyone's starting to get back into the spirit again. Before anyone gets offended, I uh, I have been given the uh, transgender card. I am allowed to say tranny. Um, I think I may have recorded the black tranny song before I was given that card, but, you know, it's, it's retroactive, mm-hmm. I guess. It's just a fun thing. 
All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Talk shit to my face, dude. Hey, you, literally talk shit to my fucking face. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up, a like. A five-star rating wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Also, whip out your wallets, buy some DV NFTs, and don't forget, tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern, we're doing a live video show, Nocturnal Transmission, youtube.com slash show. Should be a fun time. Otherwise, I will see you back on Monday to do this all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. Newborn child brought into the
a great Friday, you motherfucker. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.